Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Really big show today. Got a little bit of everything. We don't even have a theme for today. We've got no. so much going on. <laughs> it's just a hodgepodge. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> it is indeed a hodgepodge. We have a, uh, a wonderful interview, or part one of an interview with Laura Antoineau. Mm-hmm. And she tells us about how she got started writing the marketplace in the very earliest days of how it got started. Yes. <laughs> We've got an interview with Ava Durga from Creative Sexuality, mm-hmm. which we'll tell you more about in a little bit. We got events coming out of our ass. We've got. <laughs> we'll only mention a few of them, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll just mention a few. Um, we got a great question of the day of um, whether masters should hide, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into that for a second. We got contest winners. We got feedback. We got coconut rope. We got a spiel going we- here. We do. We've got uh, title winners to announce and, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Let's start off, though, by mentioning our very first live podcast from an event. Yes. Last Friday, we went Mm -hmm. for two straight hours from the Adventures in Sexuality Winter Wickedness event, and we broadcasted that live over the Interstream. 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 Steampunk. Okay, let's go totally (laughs) off the topic. (laughs) Speaking of which, we saw, see, three seconds into the podcast, we're off topic. But uh, we happened to see Goddessy. Yes. At the Adventures in Sexuality Winter Wickedness mm-hmm. event, and she has the coolest steampunk gear, but she was sporting awesome leather mask. Yes. Oh my God, yes. And they gifted you a leather mask. They did. It was a red and black leather mask, and since I wear glasses, they put it on this little stick that my broken wing can carry, so <laughs> I can carry it up to my face, but it's absolutely beautiful. I just really admire people that have creativity and skill like that. Not just creativity, but the skill to put that creativity together because she's only been doing making these masks for like two weeks i think it is and they're just absolutely beautiful they are indeed we um so we were doing the live podcast Mm -hmm. from the event right we were in this glass booth it's really a business office but it's got a big glass wall between Mm -hmm. it in the hallway so people were walking up and pressing their boobs against the wall (laughs) wall and And their butts so you can't reach them but it all looks squishy (laughs) so that was a lot of fun and it was really interesting so what we'll do is i'll put the um I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that two-hour broadcast. I'm going to chop it up, maybe okay. put it on our website, maybe put it on a podcast. Not really sure what we're going to do with that yet. Okay. Yeah, because there is a lot of, ooh, look at that outfit. Yes. You can't see it, but I'm drooling. <laughs> there is a couple really nice interviews in there. That is true. Uh, Radman and... Uh, Radman and... Uh, we're trying to remember if you have a scene name. Right. I'm not sure if she does. We so. know her real name, but we don't know. So Redman right. and a certain woman stopped by, mm-hmm. and they talked to us for a while. And uh, Master vendor. Eric. Oh, and Master Eric. and Amber the Rope Slut. Yes. A couple of vendors stopped by. Mm-hmm. Karen stopped by. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of stuff in there. Good stuff. Right. 
But like you said, we have a lot of, ooh, look, tits. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. look at those shoes. Ooh, ooh look fishnets. At that. Yeah. Ooh, there's silence because I'm watching somebody sashay past the window. <laughs> yes. We, we don't quite have the whole, um, this isn't a video podcast thing right. figured out yet. Or, or how to keep the banter going when you're drooling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, really one of the interesting things that happened at Winter Wickedness, at least interesting for us, mm-hmm. was um, on Friday night, the, uh, now the keynote speak was f- speech was Friday night? Friday night, okay. yes. So before the keynote speech with Laura Antonu, which mm-hmm. by the way, um, we had like eight Laura Antonu stories in here yes. throughout the podcast, <laughs> including an interview with her later into the podcast, but... Um, before her keynote speech, they were doing the general announcements about the event. Right. Um, thank you to our presenters. Thank you to the vendors. Um, here's the <laughs> <Yeah>. rules. <laughs> I know what you're getting ready to say. <laughs> they made this this general comment because um, some of the event, some of the presenters they are trying to introduce were not in the room. Right. So they would say, "Okay, where's so and so? Oops, they're not here yet. Where's this presenter? Right. Where's Oops, Felicia uh, Shea? Where's right. Saburi Warrior? Oh, where's, he's not in. Uh, yeah. So they were kind of. It seemed a little concerning that some of the presenters weren't there. <laughs> now, all the presenters we think were there. They just weren't in the room at exactly. that moment. So they made some kind of offhanded joke. Uh, you know, somebody said, well, I guess all your presenters left and you're going to have to, you know, you won't have any presenters. <laughs> and they made an offhanded joke. Where's Dan and Dawn? Right. The reason for that is we've actually presented for the event before mm-hmm. and we've presented at the last minute. Somebody calls off and... Uh, was unable to attend, so we got a phone call. We went in, we presented. Right, for him. Not and, a big and deal. we joke about that sometimes when people are like, "Oh, you're not presenting, but it's your home event," and we're like, "No, we're the backup pitcher." Right. So, right. <laughs> as it happens, as it happens, <laughs> at um, and I'm not positive about the timing on this one, but I think it was at 11:25. Uh, you be- sent me a text. Exactly, with- it was 11:25 because we were setting up for a ceremony. Right. Yes. And the text had a bunch of explanation, exclamation points. marks. And said, Need to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> One of the presenters, unfortunately, uh, became ill and mm-hmm. had to leave rather suddenly. So we had to fill in for the 1130 slot. Right. We did a wonderful class on MS communication. It's not what was supposed to be presented, but it's what we did. And we pulled mm-hmm. it out of our ass. And we did actually a very good job of it, I think. I wish we'd recorded it or typed it up or something, because yeah, I thought I know, it went really well. It, it'll never happen again. The whole paper cup demo? I mean, where yeah, are you going to come up with that? I thought it was good. <laughs> and of course, uh, as we mentioned in previous podcast, Master Eric and Slave Amber had their wed- wedding, wedding that we officiated. Yep, wed- a legal wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, their collaring, uh, gifting of boots, mm-hmm. and induction into House Meta. Yep. A triple, quadruple hitter. Quadruple hitter, and we did it in an hour. Yeah, and it was a beautiful (laughs) ceremony. A lot of people Mm -hmm. came back. Um, And I have to say, although I was part of of the presentation of the ceremony, Mm -hmm. and I had some speaking parts as well, you do a wonderful job of doing leather weddings. Thank you. And if you audience members are thinking about getting married, you should hire Reverend Dawn, because she writes them up. They're very beautiful. They're very well done. And we constantly had people all weekend... Long coming up to us saying, wow, what a beautiful ceremony that was. Absolutely. So, And I really love doing the style of ceremony. So, you know, this this is a passion of mine, but thank you. I just, okay, now I'm going to (laughs) cry. If you were unable to make it to Winter Wickedness, don't fret. Don't fret. (laughs) You could go to the Perversion Diversion. 
this Friday. Right. At the 8 Ball. And you can come out for a night of fun and games with all your kinky friends in a vanilla setting. Play some... Oh, um, I love how they say eight this, ball though. And stuff. It says, join us as we slam balls around, brandish paddles, and smack round objects. <laughs> <laughs> or just sit back and in some really great conversation, reminisce about all the fabulous scenes at Wicked. It's so, really neat to, to go out and do something social like that when yes. you have the opportunity. Absolutely. Kind of reconnect with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and connect with some of those people you might have met at the event that you didn't get a chance to talk to. Right. One of the things they announced was that the um, Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, which is the other event here in Columbus, Ohio, by the <laughs> same group, that'll be happening September 9th and 10th. And I think tickets go on sale in June. So if you're on FetLife, I would take a look at that and see what the actual date is. Because Winter Wickedness, like we yes. said, sold out in 13 days. So here's we have a weekly podcast. Yes. Here's how it's going to go. One podcast, we're going to say tickets are now on sale. <laughs> the next podcast, we're going to say tickets are sold out. Right. <laughs> and that's just the way it normally goes. Though. It is. Though the way they're going to do it this time, um, the way they've done it before is they give like, was it like five or seven days? The first five or seven days is for people that have attended before, mm-hmm. previous attendees and Adventures in Sexuality members. So that's what that first five five to seven days is. I forget what the time limit is. Um, with Cope, they are going to change it up a little bit, and I think they're only going to make it a couple of days. So that way, if you have not been able to make it to one of these events, you'll have a bigger chance before tickets run out. So that's a great deal. It's a great um, deal, but I still advise buying yes. very soon. <laughs> now, we're going to get into the, the question of the day about mm-hmm. masters that hide. Yes. In just a moment. I do want to mention, though, that, you know, if you're thinking, man, I'd love to go to a big event. I don't want to go to Columbus, Ohio. It's too far away. <laughs> or I don't like the weather. Which I can really <laughs> dig that, actually. I think it's five degrees outside right you now. Know? Or I live more to the west. west, right? And I want to go to one of these great events. Well, it just so happens that um, Rick's Kitten did a wonderful class at Winter Wickedness. She did. But... She will be, along with 40 other presenters, nice. will be in St. Louis on March 18th through the 20th for Beat Me St. Louis 14. I so wish we could go. That, so wish we could go. Uh, just fantastic, fantastic event. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic people putting it on. Like I said, 40. I'm sorry. Did I say 40 presenters? You did say 40. That would be fucking crazy. <laughs> 40 classes, though, split out amongst the number of presenters. (laughs) And they're taking over the whole hotel this time, right? New hotel, they're taking it all over. Now, as of right before I sent this, uh, that we started recording this, I wrote Jason. Holy cow, okay. I just read it, sorry. (laughs) See, that's why why you don't get the script early. Exactly. (laughs) Um, That they have the entire hotel sold out. They are down to eight rooms as of uh, Tuesday the 8th. That we are recording this. Wow. So if you want a room, you need to not, you need to uh, get off the pot and shit. So, Wait a minute. Shit or get shit off the or pot. Get off the pot. <laughs> Don't dilly-dally. Yes, whatever. do not dilly-dally. <laughs> uh, you can find, we'll put a, a link in the, uh, uh, over at Erotic Awakening if you need to find, or you can just Google Beat Me in St. Louis. Right. How many results might pop up. I don't think a whole I lot. I don't think a whole lot. <laughs> don't wait. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to make a special offer on the podcast. The person that runs... The event, uh, one of the event producers, right, mm-hmm. is named Jason. Right. And, I, and he's not aware that I'm doing this, so <laughs> hopefully he's not too angry. If you go and get your tickets and you say, I heard about it on Erotic Awakening, then Jason will give you a kiss. 
<laughs> I don't know where. I don't know where. <laughs> and I don't know. We better oh. we better warn Jason. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, fuck him. Hey, if he doesn't listen to the podcast, tough shit. He's just gonna have some hot somebody, somebody. come up to him. Go, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Hi, one Jason. of the reasons why I'm not going to St. Louis, I guess, apparently. We can avoid that situation of having to pay for that comment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Beat Me in St. Louis. So we're going to jump over into a question of the day, which is about... I'm, I've said mashes that hide, but here's the actual... Don, what is the actual question of the day? The actual question of the day is... Masters, how much do you confide in your slaves, if at all? If you're having a bad day, PMSing, emotionally drained, do you tell them about it or do you keep those feelings from them? Slaves, does it diminish your opinion of your master if they show vulnerability? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question. I know. I like this question. And um, I know everybody's going to have a lot of different answers because, you know, there's a lot of different people and how they feel about this and how they feel about MS. But um, I know for me, answering for the slave side, I like it when you tell me these things. You know, if you're having a bad day, I tried to explain this over the weekend while we were talking about MS communications. Mm -hmm. If you're having a bad day, I'm going to feel, I'm going to know that you're having a bad day. I'm going to know that your energy is off. I would much rather you tell me, you know what, I had a crappy day at work or whatever, instead of me trying to guess why why you're in a bad mood. Because Mm -hmm. there's a little piece of me, I'm so much into wanting to be of service and wanting to please you, that there will be a piece of me that says, oh crap, did I do something wrong? You know, and you just don't want to tell me or, or something like that. I would much rather know it's work so I can just let it go. And, you know, you can work on it yourself if you need my help with anything. You know, I know that you'll, you'll ask for it. Um, I really, really like the transparency that we have in our relationship. I'm just really big on that. Mm-hmm. I, I like you sharing everything. I like that you can be vulnerable with me. It shows me that you trust me. You know, you trust me with something that's very precious to you, which is your own emotions. You know, I could use those against you at some point, And then here you are being vulnerable and mm-hmm. sharing with me. So I consider that a strength. So, and I need a strong master. There, I actually uh, saw this question posted somewhere, a very similar question. So a mm-hmm. lot of responses to it. One of the people that I greatly respect responded to it. Uh, matter of fact, that person, Raven Caldera, who will be at Central Ohio Perversion Excursion nice. in six months, which yes. I'm looking forward to seeing him again. I like Raven. Uh, but I disagree with his answer. And okay. Everybody's got their own answers, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Here's my answer. If I hide who I am from you, that is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. If I don't accept myself completely, without reservation good parts, bad parts, then why would I expect you to accept me? You know I'm a human being. You know I'm going to get pissed. I don't like it when, uh, just earlier, I'm share, I shared a Google Doc with you and you couldn't mm-hmm. see it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just shared a Google Doc. How hard is it? I get a little annoyed by technology. I mm-hmm. get, um, I do have bad days that I wake up for no good reason. I fart. I get sick and I throw <laughs> up and the I'll trip on the cat and blah, blah, blah. A million little right. things that make me less than perfect. 
those are all part of who I am. That's part of who your master is. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I come before I want to come. Sometimes I can't come at all. No, that never, <laughs> that's never happened to me. And anybody who complains about that, fuck you. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, it's annoying. But if you're a guy, I can't imagine. Anyway, a side off topic, to- derail, yes. derail. <laughs> For me, I am by nature a pretty strong person. I'm a mm-hmm. dominant person in our relationship. Um, so the fact that on occasional that there on occasion there are sides of me that are what we use in modern language is weak, right? Vulnerable, mm-hmm. crying, you know. Um, that doesn't over you know if you see those parts and go, oh gee, I thought you were a strong man, mm-hmm. you know, or a strong master, and um, you know you judge me on those little bits as less than competent as a master. You know, we're not in a play relationship. We're right. not in a relationship that's part-time where I just put on my mask right. and, and dominate you and then I take off my mask and go back to eating Cheetos and playing Madden football, right? I play Madden football when you are here, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes you suck my cock and serve me <laughs> drinks while I play. Mm. And sometimes I say, fuck off, I'm playing. Leave me right. alone. And sometimes I yell at my little digital people for not <laughs> doing what I think they should do. Um... I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't see this whole, um, you know. And th- you know what else I want from you? If I'm constantly having a bad day, if I'm constantly PMSing or whining, mm-hmm. that is a reflection of who I am. And you should take it. You should account for that. And you should see. Wow, you're not the strong master I thought you were. Well, fuck. You're right. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if I'm a whiny bitch, I'm a whiny bitch. <laughs> you know. And you need to see that part of me too, um, because any kind of mask will slip. Any mask you wear will slip on occasion. You know, we're going to go do this international master-slave contest. Right. And it's only a weekend long. And all contestants, us included, Mm -hmm. could look good for an entire weekend. Mm -hmm. Right? God, do you know how much energy it would take if we had to wear a mask and not be ourselves, though? For a whole year. Yeah. But even 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 for for a weekend. Right. Whew, no, I, I like the reality. I like that we have a real MS relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, holding a mask, yeah, even just for a weekend, I can't imagine, let alone a relationship, a year, a, a whatever. I like the realness. And if you were dumbly master, you know, all <laughs> the time, it just wouldn't feel real to me. It would feel like a game. Yep. So there you go. That's, that's the question of the day. That's the and that's our opinion. If you agree, disagree, if you want to just send us a little IM to say fuck you <laughs> with no explanation of anything around it whatsoever. Um, or if you like the derailed part, what the fuck did I derail on? I was sucking my cock playing yeah. Maybe that should be a podcast episode. I don't know. Blow so jobs, that's how we feel jobs. about that. If you would like to get a hold of us, yes. then you could do that either. Uh, perhaps you'll head over to the, the Facebook where Erotic Awakening, spelled with one word, would find us. Or you can go to Twitter, where it's Dan and Dawn, all one word. You can find all kinds of cool ways to get a hold of us, where we're presenting at, past podcast episodes, and other kinds of crap at eroticawakening.com. <laughs> one of the people that did contact us is Reverend Sin. 
Reverend Sin. I didn't love make... it. <laughs> uh, he really sent us an email uh, or a message just to say congratulations on uh, the 100th show. Uh, and he mentioned we just talked about we just got from Maui Kink we got yak rope and coconut rope and other things mm-hmm. he mentioned with the yak rope um, never had the desire to tie up a yak <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny so I do want to mention so so speaking of that rope though we, we mm-hmm. busted out the coconut rope last night we did so and we try I've really been looking forward to the coconut rope it just sounded so unique and so different and mm-hmm. you know I like the hemp but, um, yeah, I just wanted to try something that was really different. And if, if, and you, picture, if you picture a coconut, <laughs> right. you know, with the, the brown husk, mm-hmm. it feels like that's what the hair is made out of. I assume it is, right? I assume you, it is. And so if you can picture what the coconut looks like, you know what the color of the rope is. It's that brown. Mm-hmm. And if you can picture what a coconut feels like, maybe that's kind of, you'll get an idea of the texture. Yeah. Uh, so here's the whole, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I hope Maui King's not listening to this episode because the product review for this one... I don't think we're big fans of the coconut rope. Not, yeah, not so much. And but we are not super rope enthusiasts, so this could be exactly what some people are looking for. You know, to me, um, it kind of reminded me of twine, mm-hmm. and it was real prickly. Yes, that's the word I'm going to use. Prickly. Oh, good word. So it was real prickly. It was very. It was kind of thin, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. It's kind of um, a, a diameter. It's very thin diameter. Right. Um, it's very strong looking. Mm-hmm. I would like it from for the perspective tying up uh, hair bondage or very you know smaller parts of the body type bondage. Um, it might even be good for breast bondage, like you were saying yes. last night, because it, it really sticks to itself. Because it's prickly, it mm-hmm. doesn't slide a lot, like like nylon rope and right. things like it, that. It is not a sensual rope, Mm-mm. but I could certainly see it if I was wanted to do an interrogation scene. Right. This would be the shit I would use. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes, I can picture it with that. <laughs> yes. So that's the coconut rope. we got a couple other uh, ropes to go, and the bamboo paddles are just incredibly... Um evil yes in the, the nicest way and i tell you from, from the dom perspective mm-hmm. the top perspective the thing i like about them is the fuckers are so light they're yeah. very light but they swing with just a great amount of sting i would say they are probably uh with the exception of the um that one weirdo police weapon that we have probably top three if not top two stingy items we have absolutely Absolutely. So, and light, you know, that other little paddle you're talking about, that's really light in Mm -hmm. your hand as well. And the bamboo one's light, but uh, from the bottom end of the perspective, (laughs) (laughs) they do pack a wallop. (laughs) But I I like them. They're different and unique, and I love the way they feel. Well, if if you like the sounds of that stuff, um, you can head over to MauiKink.com while they, before they've listened to this podcast and they... I don't know how much they'll like our coconut rope review. (laughs) Uh, But we do ask, if you do buy anything from Maui Kink, just on the checkout form, you can mark um, that you heard about it on Erotic Awakening. We don't get anything out of that right now. But after people spend millions of dollars at Maui Kink (laughs) and they heard about it on Erotic Awakening, they'll send us a t-shirt or something, I'm sure. That would work. Speaking of a t-shirt or something as well... We just had a contest here on Erotic Awakening. We did. Yes. I'm, I'm, I've skipped over to number 13 now. I see you're that. To you're all out of order. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, so, for the first time ever announced the winner of the Leather History Award. And this is just a... Uh, so, we have a, an audio 
recording in our mm-hmm. audio library, not one of the podcasts. This is something you won't hear on the podcast. Right. Based about leather protocols and leather history. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, we were going to give a copy of that to someone for our, in honor of our 100th episode. Yes. The winner of that one was, uh, her Twitter name is the Girl MJ. Nice. And she, she's, she's not, um, she's kind of local, but not. She's, is she? She's a Cincinnati. I did not know that. Yes. So I chatted with her weeks ago. I would say we could um, personally deliver that, except for it's an MP3. Oh, that's right. So I got all excited for a second because we have an event <laughs> coming up that's kind of close to there where we could have if it was a product. We do. We'll have to circle back <laughs> to, to that. that event in a second. <laughs> I do want to mention um, the T-shirts we mm-hmm. were giving away. So... Um, Nobody won contest number one for the T-shirt. Just nobody did what I asked to do. The other, so we, I've still got a T-shirt. I want to give it away. Call the voicemail. 206-309-0054. And you get a T-shirt. Now, in case this is too complicated, because <laughs> apparently the first contest I did for the T-shirt was pretty fucking... And it has fucking, these numbers yes. on it. The first contest I did for the T-shirt was pretty complicated, <laughs> and I admit that. Hashtag this, hashtag that, do this, do that. Call the number and say something. You, hopefully you'll say... Hopefully they'll say more than something. Yes. <laughs> Give us your name. <laughs> and if two people call in, the one, the message we like better wins. Ooh, I like that. You can mention your favorite podcast episode, or you could say you like Don's Giggle. You could tell me to suck your cock. I don't care. <laughs> Take this t-shirt off my hands. Um, so there's goes another t-shirt. Now you had just mentioned we're going to be in Cincinnati in a little bit. We are. So, um, it's kind of like between Cincinnati and Dayton here in Ohio. Is it between, is it like in the middle between Cincinnati and Dayton? That's what it feels like. Isn't it called Middletown? I, oh, you know what? I think it is. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's Ohio for you folks. <laughs> we, we like to name our things reflective of where they are in the state. If a particular point that someone was standing between two places. So. They're like, oh, middle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because it's really not in the middle of the state or anything. I don't, yeah. Anyway. Middle, middle between two points that we don't know what the point is. Anyway. <laughs> we will be at the Prestige Group. We are. In Middletown, Ohio. And we are presenting Sacred Sexuality. We are. So this is longer than our normal workshop. So um, some new stuff that we've added in. We've uh, elaborated more on the, the history of sacred sexuality, what it is, how to use it, <laughs> all that good stuff. Are you beating up your microphone? <laughs> I am. I'm stunned. Oh, sacred sexuality. What's that? Which, uh... So it'll be a good time. It looks like there's going to be a good turnout for that. So we've got people from Kentucky coming up and um, Cincinnati and Dayton. And, you know, it's good stuff. We'll have a link for that on our show notes as well. So I was thinking about that one. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, so the two of us are going to go down there. We're going to pick up Karen and mm-hmm. take her with us. Right. So that means there's three of us. Right. But the presentation is four times as long as what we normally do. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't we take four people with us instead of just... No, because this particular one, we can never cram into an hour anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time we talk about everything that should be in this workshop... It'll be a good four hours. Yes. I, I'm pretty confident that between the three of us, we are not going to have a moment of quiet. Mm-mm. And that there will be plenty of um, 
Ooh, ooh, I wish I said this. Ooh, ooh, I exactly, wish I said that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, you know what? And I want to mention that because we had just mentioned um, the reason, well, uh, the reason we're taking Karen is because she also works with us in the Scarlet Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. But she is, as podcast listeners might know, she's my other significant other. That's mm-hmm. what I'm currently calling her girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, four years. Girlfriend's not really. So other significant other is the term of the day. So her boyfriend mm-hmm. shared with her a link to a video for the song Boyfriend's Girlfriend. Cool. And we were just listening to that before we the were. podcast started. <laughs> so, and, and I think it's particularly funny that my significant other's boyfriend sent me this link for the podcast that me and my wife do. <laughs> See, it gets a little complicated. complicated. It'll be explained a little bit in the song. It will be. It will be. And uh, that song is called Boyfriend's Girlfriend. It's a fun song. I will put a link in the show notes to the uh, video. Um, Yeah, it's kind of long to have on the podcast. But uh, if you put a link to it, uh, you might have to worry about permissions and stuff as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put a link to it, it goes... Legal stuff. Yeah. All right, we'll link it to So, cool. Well, you know what? I might play a little bit or something. Okay. <laughs> that would be funny if we get sued for $100 for using it illegally. YouTube. That'd be $100 more than our no, budget for have. this year. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, if you. Oh, go ahead. No. So I was going to talk about the other thing that we have coming up this month. Um, are you? Well, <laughs> go right ahead. Well, you've got me all I know. I've got so so, for people that are listening, what we do is we have this, um, hey, we should talk about this. So, we make this little note. We make mm-hmm. this list of things we want to talk about. And then before the podcast, we number them. One, two, three, four, five. Right. Apparently, today, our numbering is going one, eight, three, nine, six. <laughs> because, I'm getting confused. Yes. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> what do you want to talk about next? Uh, oh, well, we talked about Prestige is coming up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we have Dallas. So, and, and we try not to talk about that too much, but it's the International Master Slave Contest. I mean, we blip on it every now and then, but mm-hmm. it's coming up in, in, in just a couple of weeks, sir. And the, the, <laughs> yes, it is. Have you been studying your leather I've history? I've been studying my ass off. Well, good. Oh, you know what? Now, here's a little um, story. Darn it. I can't tell you. Okay, I have a story, but I have to go get everybody's permission to tell oh, you first. okay. Ooh, anonymity. Just... We're good at anonymity, yes. though. We try. And that's not really intended, oh, audience members, to be a teaser. That's just me fucking up and speaking <laughs> faster than I can think. Yes, we are going to Dallas. We're going to go see the... Um... We're not going to go see shit, actually. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we just decided this is one of those events that, that you have to buy separate dungeon passes. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many events do that, but this one does. So you pay for your event, and then if you want to do the dungeon play party, you have a separate um, dungeon pass that you have to purchase. Right. And we've decided we don't need a dungeon pass because if it's, it's going to be like GLLA, and it's mm-hmm. going to be more strenuous than GLLA. And we never set foot inside the dungeon at Great, at, Lakes, at Great right. Lakes, right. So we are eating, sleeping, being interrogated, <laughs> socializing. We're going to have house members there, so oh, that's we're gonna really going to have to socialize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have um, four other contestant couples yes. that will be competing with us. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this weekend, one of us will be named the International Master Slave right. couple. The right. other four couples. So we have a 20% chance. 20, if, yeah. At least. 
mm-hmm. uh, will be named not International Master Slave. Now, for, for some reason, and this one that we were talking about yesterday, we're going to stay until... We're staying until... Well, Monday morning. Monday morning. Okay. Very early Monday morning we're leaving. So the event actually runs until Sunday afternoon. Right. And then we'll be able to just catch up and sleep and catch up on email. And We're going to be in Dallas. I'm hoping we, we do like we always talk about and hit a taxi cab and go at least see the stadium or something. Yeah. <laughs> chances are we'll either be... Well, chances are we'll be exhausted in our exactly. hotel room, actually. <laughs> either... Um, Elated or crying into our cups, Aww. or you know, I mean, and and really, it's so funny. We think about, oh boy, if we win, and oh boy, if we lose. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I look at my calendar, I go, oh boy, if we lose, <laughs> I'm gonna take a day off. I tell you. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. I, I will say though that the entire Ohio community and the Great Lakes region very solid behind us, very supportive. Yes, um, and you could not ask for a more supportive community than we have here um and just can't say it enough yeah it's yeah. it's it's amazing so great you great you actually people. have uh, we actually have a this weekend this sunday oh, there's that's a right. national leather association columbus meeting mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to them you're going to bring a, a surprise i am so as a thank you because yes. they have bent over backwards doing what they can to support us so yes and some of our kinkier members have been over forward. And that's just fantastic <laughs> as well. If you uh, are enjoying the um, podcast and would like to let other people know about it, you know, and, and uh, here's a little secret. Yes. I wonder if the other contestant couples even know about this podcast. I don't know. I wonder if they listen to it and they go, oh, so Dan's afraid of snakes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so far, so we have a group list, and um, for the contestants, for the contestants, right? And so far, everybody's been very social, very mm-hmm. nice, telling stories. It's it doesn't feel like we're competing against each other. Oh no, it feels like we're competing with each other. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I, I hope that that feeling continues along as we go. I like that energy. So, and I can't, I can't wait to get there and just to meet everybody. Yep. So, if you are one of the other contestant couples listening to us now. Or anyone else. You can head over to iTunes and rate us or tweet about us or like us on Facebook. Exactly. Actually, I, I prefer you could rate us on iTunes, twat about us, or lick us on Facebook. <laughs> Either way, whatever works better for you. Um, oh, speaking of leather contest. Yes. So there is a um, 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 new set of contestants that will be going to Greater Lakes this year. So mm-hmm. we talked about... Um, the ones from Indiana. Right. And now we have a new contest in Kentucky. So it is uh, the Blue Grass Leather Pride Boot Black and the Blue Grass, whew, Blue Grass Leather, Pri- <laughs> Leather Pride Master and Slave. Um, like I said, that's in Kentucky and it's mm-hmm. brand new. So we have Gabriel is the, the first Blue Grass Leather Pride. Now, is that boot Gabriel Black. we know? Yes, I think it is. Okay. I um, think it if is. It, if it's the Gabriel we know, He's, uh, he interprets at many events. Yes. And um, I personally don't normally go for guys, but man, is he a hottie. He's fun, he's too. He's fun. <laughs> he's interesting. Um, and he really doesn't give a rat's ass that I don't normally go for guys. Right. That doesn't slow him down at all. And I love how he signs for blowjob. <laughs> 
he grabs his ears and bobs his face. And, and absolutely, congratulations to Sir Charles and uh, Little Dessa, mm-hmm. the master slave couple that will be representing the the Kentucky right at Great Lakes Leather Association. So we have an Indiana couple, we have a Kentucky couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has been. I don't know how many other states in our thirteen state. Um, District. I don't know how many of others of those states have state level mm-hmm. um, contests like that to feed into Great Lakes. The ones that don't have state test or state test state contest, mm-hmm. um, they don't have to go through that. The couples don't have oh, to go okay. through that to get into like us. Ohio doesn't have one. Right. And we just so we so just, we just up. went to Great they need Lakes. Need to go through the feeder contest. Right. Right. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, the winner of the, now that they've won their local contest, their, their state contest, they'll compete at the regional level. Mm-hmm. If they win there, they'll be expected to go on to the to international, international level. So that's that. Um, we spoke with um, Laura Antonu, and uh, this is going to be the first part of our interview with her. We So, so here's a Laura Antonu <laughs> quite. So... Two neat things about Laura Antoinette. So as we mentioned at the very beginning of the show, um, we were doing this live podcast. Right. In the business center. <laughs> we're doing the live thing. And some woman comes up and she she's like looking around. We have all these microphones and stuff set up. We're, mm-hmm. we're broadcasting. We're talking, obviously. Right. But we're also in the business center. This is where the printer's at and stuff. So she like just comes in and she's logging onto the computer. Well, first she was trying to get in the door and, and I wasn't letting her in the door because we were interviewing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> So, but then we let her in, and yeah, so she's she's uh, on the computer and printing stuff out. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned that we were going to record the keynote speech by Laura Antino. Antino. And, and I could, and I was trying right. to pronounce it. Yes. And the woman, <laughs> she, the woman looks over, you know, and she's like shaking her head no. And just, then showed us her name badge. Yes. <laughs> so it was uh, unbeknownst to us, it was Laura Antino that was in there. She was reco- printing her. Uh, keynote speech for that night, as a matter of right, fact. Right, right. And she was trying to, to teach me how to say her last name, and I just can't do it. So, yeah, she would just shake her head. Uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> but it was just funny that during our conversation about what we were going to be doing, she happened mm-hmm. to wander in at that time. I was printing stuff. Yes. Um, so we did, uh, we did uh, record that keynote speech, and I tell you, well, I don't want to talk about it too much because we're going to talk about that later because I'm actually going to publish it later. It's going right. to be wonderful to listen to. Right. But um, we got to sit down with her for a little bit and we talked about the Marketplace series mm-hmm. of books. Now, if you are a into the BDSM lifestyle, mm-hmm. chances are you've heard of the Marketplace books. You, you, you know, they're, they're really iconic at this point in the lifestyle. Yeah, especially in the kink community. There seems to be three books um, the, Initially, there's, a, there's right. a, the initial trilogy. Well, of three. well no, there, there's three. Um, there's the story of O that oh, everybody oh, oh, seems I, I to know. Your, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, I couldn't figure out how to phrase it. And then there's uh, the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. series by Anne Rice. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Marketplace. Right. And those seems to be the three uh, sets of books. Right. Maybe uh, at least from, a, um, uh, from the fictional perspective. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Um, and if there's more, let me know. <laughs> I don't know about them. I'd love to read them. <laughs> so it was really neat to talk to Laura mm-hmm. and find out how the books got started. Yes. And I had to reveal a dirty little secret about myself. Uh-oh. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Hi, Laura. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are sitting here at the uh, Winter Wickedness yes. in Central Ohio, and as um, very happy to have Laura Antonu join us, talk a little bit about the uh, about you, about your books, the marketplace, which I think is where most people know you from, mm -hmm. and. Um, Usually. About the spankings that you've been giving around the nation. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in, in a moment. First off, Laura, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Dan. So, yeah, Marketplace, you say that, and I just start squirming, you know. People hear Marketplace, and, and most of them that are in the lifestyle, at least the S&M lifestyle, know what that is. So, when, when we talk to Laura, the, the, you have to start by talking about the Marketplace. And I think that you're, are you comfortable with that, that that's really... What most people know you by at this point? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? I will never be one of those people who uh, says, oh, darn, all I'm known for is the one thing I've spent the last 10 years of my life working on. <laughs> like movie stars in Hollywood who, who say, oh, I just want to get away from the paparazzi. Are you kidding? You waited your entire life to be followed around by photographers. Well, I've waited my entire life to be a world-famous author, and I'm, well, maybe not world-famous. Well, I am world-famous so. in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. There you well, go. There you go. <laughs> and, and, and not to... You know, we can't understate it. I, nationally, within the kink community, the, mm -hmm. the books, the series is very well known. Matter of fact, at the uh, at your keynote speech yesterday, when they introduced you, you know, they said, oh, it was, you know, the Marketplace series, and everybody's like, yay! And there's that one person that said... One person said, what's that? <laughs> it just kind of went silent. Now, days before this event, I saw people passing books back and forth. Make sure you get this to Winter Wickedness. Make sure you take this. So we want Laura to sign this. And, I mean, people's got their collections that they're like... <laughs> Oh, I certainly hope so. No, no one has actually stopped me to sign books really? yet. But uh, when I do my classes, I'll certainly let people know I'm always okay. happy to, to sign books. Awesome. So let's start at the beginning then. And, and, and I will be, I quietly said, I too, I have not read them. I'm familiar <gasps> with them. I've read excerpts. You know. That's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so the tell me about the... Chris the, Parker. And it, <laughs> It's funny, I know, that, and this is why we know that you're well-known and the books are well-known. I have not sat down and opened the book and started at the beginning and ended at the end. Right. Somebody says, Chris Parker? I said, yeah, I know what that is. I know who that is. <laughs> so let's start. How did the books come about? Are these, you know, I've heard a lot of neat little theories. I've heard Midori is one of your characters. And <laughs> I'll be happy to, to tell you. Um, the books came about because of um, a porn publisher in the late 80s, early 90s in New York was called Masquerade Books. They sent a box of books. Now they started um, by publishing uh, the erotica written by that well-known author, Anonymous. Um, <laughs> mostly rehashed Victorian stuff, uh, Man with a Maid, uh, that, that sort of thing. And a lot of uh, modern trashy crap like, oh, Stasi slut or Lust of the Cossacks. And they would throw a photograph on the cover and put it out there for like six bucks. And they sent a box of these books to a magazine um, called the Sand Mutopia Guardian, which uh, back in the 80s was an offshoot of Dungeon Master magazine. Okay. Um, these two were the popular mechanics for sadomasochists. They had no fiction. They had no, you know, pictures of gorgeous naked people being tied to things. What they did, however, have was the schematics of the thing you would tie them to. Oh. You know, or, or a recipe for, you know, a homemade version of Icy Hot that you could use on dildos and, and things like that. And so um, Masquerade sent a box of these books to the Sam Utopia Guardian and said they were looking for formula fiction writers. Now, 
at the time I was working for the People with AIDS Coalition in New York, and uh, I had a useless college career of majoring in English, political science, women's studies, you know, anything but something that could get me a job. Um, and I got my copy of the Samutopia Guardian, and I said, hey, I'm an English major. I know what formula fiction is. I can write formula fiction. And so I dashed off a Writer's Digest appropriate letter, mm -hmm. you know, addressed to the editor with my CV and, and uh, that sort of thing. And two days later, I got a call from Richard Kasak, the publisher, saying, are you a real girl? <laughs> <laughs> and I said... Yes, looking down on my tits. Um, and he said, great, I'm taking you to lunch tomorrow. And I went to lunch with him, and he said, what kind of a book do you want to write for me? And I kind of panicked, because I thought they were going to give me a list of books they wanted me to write. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought they were going to say, you know, write me a book where she's kidnapped by Indians or something like mm -hmm. that. But, but I said, oh, well, and I thought about what was out there in the scene at the time, and let me tell you, it was a lot of nothing. Um, the Story of O was the best written book you could get at the time. People were reading gore novels like eating candy mm -hmm. um, and getting the same nutritional value. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and there wasn't a lot of stuff except for, you know, Stasi Slut and Lust of the Cossacks. So I said, well, I was thinking of a book of short stories all about people doing SM for the first time. He said, great, I'll pay you $1,500 advance. And that's how I started writing. Nice. And after I had a couple of books under my belt with him, the next time he asked me what I wanted to write, I took a deep breath and said, I want to write a trilogy. The Master, the Slave, and the Trainer, all about this secret culture of underground slave trainers and the people they, they, they train and, and sell. And he was like, great, I'll give you $1,500 advance. Right. <laughs> and uh, I mean, this is how stupid I was. I said, oh, okay, and <laughs> signed the contracts. Now, when I started, my entire outline for three books was that line I just gave you, Secret Underground Slave Training mm -hmm. Network. And I said the first one was at a house on Long Island with two trainers who might be brother and sister or husband and wife, we're not quite sure, um, and their mysterious butler. <laughs> and that was the only, that was the first and only description of Chris Parker. And people have asked me before, why did you say mysterious butler? I said, because everyone has a mysterious butler. <laughs> So, Don, um, we're just about wrapped up on this one. I do want to mention, though, one of the really neat things, we talk about going to the events. We talk about what it's like to be able to go mm -hmm. and interact with other people. A lot of people, for whatever reason, can't go to an event. Or they can go, but they don't want to go this week. You know, maybe they spread them out every, over six months. Right. right. One of the neat things you can do nowadays, though, with the interwebs <laughs> is... Uh, we spoke with Ava Durga, mm -hmm. and she has a site-up called Creative Sexuality. Yes. Or, um, yep, creativesexuality.org. I wonder if it's an org or a comma or an it's, an it's org. org, right? Mm -hmm. And what she does is she just sets up people behind the camera and microphones and stream them directly into your computer. Yes. Um, so that you can, inter you, know, you can get these lessons Right. And these classes, the and same some classes. Of them, and, and some of them are interactive with a chat room. So like I mentioned before, I got to sit in on um, Dr. Bob Ruppel's mm -hmm. and actually ask him questions about squirting, and he answered me live. So that's one of the really neat things about this. You're not just watching TV. You're not mm -hmm. just, um, 
you know, you're actually interacting with people. Right. Some of the people that she's brought on have been, um, for you know, good old Foxy and Sher- Sherry Fox, oh, favorites of ours. I love Foxy and Sherry Fox. They're very much into pony play and stuff. And mm-hmm. yes. They are actually the international pony play champs at the moment. Are they? They are. Sweet. And um, Emily Pryor came on and did BDSM Fact and Fiction. And she'll tell us about a couple of the other classes they have mm-hmm. as well. But we want to let people know about that for people. Again, you know, maybe you can't travel. Maybe you can travel, but you like to get specific learnings in. Right. Maybe the, the event you're going to isn't presenting anything on uh, how to make a girl squirt. Right. You know, so you can head over there and say, oh, here's a class, just what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And she plans on, there's some that are skill-based classes. She plans on having relationship-based classes. Um, just all kinds of neat stuff. Mm-hmm. So we spent about 10 minutes talking to her, and here she is. So Dawn, you and I are pretty lucky that we get to travel around the nation, and we get to see people like Miss Constance or Professor Oni or or uh, Robert Rubel, who we just yes. had on the show. We get to go around and we get to see them at mm-hmm. different events. Exactly. What a shame that there's no way to bring them into our home. Ah, but there is. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> With that little intro, we've actually brought uh, Ava onto the show. Ava, you run a site called, uh, what is it, Creative? CreativeSexuality.org. And what is the purpose of that? CreativeSexuality.org is an online educational institution um, for a broad range of sexuality type topics. Essentially what we do is um, instructors from all over the country, actually technically all over over the world, um, can then offer their classes live and interactive to audiences, wherever they might be, through the internet. So it allows people, like you said, who can't go to events for whatever reason, or maybe there's a particular instructor or a particular topic that they're interested in, to be able to, to watch and interact and participate and learn from others as well as from the instructor live from their, ho- from their homes. Okay. Awesome. So, and then there is also, I actually got to sit in on one of, one of Dr. Bob's, and mm-hmm. what I liked about it was that it was um, interactive it was live, and there was a chat room where I could ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, yeah, it, that's one of the things, I think, the, the, the greatest things about it is because it does give you a chance to interact with the instructors through multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, there's two kinds of classes. There are the webcast classes, which is, I think, the one that you were attending with Dr. Bob, that it's all done by webcam, and then people interact in the chat room, but they can also interact one-on-one with the instructor by voice or two-way webcam in that particular <laughs> yeah. format, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one, the online seminars, which are a little more in-depth, which offer all of that stuff, plus the addition of the instructor's ability to use PowerPoint and video clips and, and dem- uh, in addition to demonstrations, and the people in the class, if they wish to choose their web feed, can actually communicate with each other through voice and by webcam as well as through text chat. So it gives everybody an opportunity to participate in whatever way they feel most comfortable and um, whatever um, whatever they want to do. Whatever they want to do. Yeah, whatever is comfortable. Some people just want to learn <laughs> okay. and watch. No, yes, exactly. Now, the, uh, now I've got a uh, – now you say this is all online. It's all over the computer, right? Correct. Okay, so I've got a Mac – Don's got a PC. Slave Gem probably has one of those fancy penguiny Linux <laughs> things. I don't. I'm sure she has something really complicated. 
Um, but uh, I'm not I'm not that I'm not not the most tech savvy person in the world. How hard is it for me to get hooked up to this thingamajig? Very easy. If you have internet access and sound, you can attend the classes. It doesn't matter what operating system that you have. It doesn't involve downloading any software. I think on the seminars, there's like a little little teeny application thing, which is nothing. But it's essentially if you have web access, you dial you dial into the class, um, depending on what type of class you're taking. And you're there. It's that easy. Very cool. Nice. Now, I, I see you've got uh, instructors just from all over the place. Uh, Miss Constance is a well-known leather presenter in, in right here in our mm -hmm. area. Yeah. Uh, but you've also got like Foxy and Sherry Fox. And they are, what are they, Florida? Florida, yeah. yeah. And we've had the opportunity to run into them on occasion. Great presenters. Um, and, of course, uh, Dr. Bob, Robert Rubel, who we've had on the podcast. So you've got people from all over the place coming on here. So yes. I guess the, the curriculum must be pretty wide open. It is. It is. Um, right now we have a lot in terms of the, of the kink community because that's where I come from and that's where most of the instructors that, that I've communicated with have come from. But it's, it's a very broad element. So we're covering kink and poly and swinging and normal vanilla relationships and sexuality and legal issues and erotic literature and the arts and pretty much anything to do with um, sexuality whether it's sexuality in your relationships with other people or sexuality in terms of your relationship with yourself or your own identity. It's a very broad variety. Um, we have classes up here now that go everything from negotiations and relationship issues to, um, I think, Sheriff, let's see what Foxy and Sherry Fox are doing, the food play, for example. Um, Dr. Bob has done, um, he did, I think that's a class you went to, Don. He did a class on advanced foreplay techniques that yes. was based on Book, yes, the scream sports and screaming one. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. And Jenny was a beautiful screamer. Yes. Um, it was, yeah, <laughs> that was fun. So, yeah, so it's a whole, it's, it's a, a very broad spectrum of, of classes. And there's pretty much going to be on here, something on here, I think, for everyone. Great. And I also um, understand that, like Dr. Bob, he's having s some things that are like one on one, kind of like mentoring sessions. He has yes, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah, the instructors can can also do private coaching. So they use this this platform to either they can arrange uh, a, in advance to have co online coaching sessions, or some of the instructors will, will just be on. They might be at their computer doing something else and say, "Hey, I'm available for impromptu coaching sessions." So you might just be cruising along the site and come on the site and go, "Who's online?" and say, oh, "Dr. Bob's on there. I think I'd like to talk to Dr. Bob. I've had this burning question about where to find the G spot. Just got to ask him and you know get the answer." <laughs> they can do that as well. Um, so the, yeah, so that's that. I think there's an impromptu. Um, well, it all sounds, I mean, it absolutely sounds like something a lot of people would be interested in. So how can I find out more about this creative sexuality? Just go to the site. It's creativesexuality.org. Um, you'll see a list of the classes that are already there. I can tell you that there are a lot more that are coming. I'm talking to some additional instructors. We're being approached by some just some wonderful people that will be posted pretty soon. And on the front page of the site is a join the mailing list. If you want to just sign up there, we can send out newsletters, let you know some of the new instructors and classes that are coming up. And if anybody has any questions, get in touch with us. We'd love to tell you more about it and answer any questions anyone has. Oh, very cool. Great. Fantastic. All right, Ava, fantastic. Sounds fun. I'm going to go get my learning on. <laughs> Thank you much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Visit Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. <laughs> want to be part of Erotic Awakening? Oh, want to yeah. share? <laughs> want to share about your favorite kink fishing event, <laughs> podcast, or book? Toss us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. You know what? If you're going to get on here and f- share about your favorite podcast and uh-huh. it's not called Erotic Awakening, don't, <laughs> don't toss us an email. You can say it's your second favorite podcast. <laughs> Erotic Awakening appreciates the support of Maui Kink, creators of distinctive and superior toys for the kink and BDSM community. Visit them at mauikink.com and don't forget to select that you heard about them via Erotic Awakening on the checkout form. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> Did you know you can buy an Erotic Awakening t-shirt or various selections from the Erotic Awakening audio library? Visit the shop and support page of the Erotic Awakening website. 100% of what comes in from the audio library sales goes to our Total Defense Travel Fund. The dollar we make when you buy a coffee cup goes to printer cartridges to the podcast. Thanks for your support. Erotic Awakening is proud to support the Leatherheart Foundation, a nonprofit charitable organization dedicated to assisting those in need within the kink and leather community. Find out more at Leatherheart. Find Heart. out more at Leatherheart.org. <laughs> Music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information at music.podshow.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. <laughs>